You're listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course, another installment of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association official podcast with a focus on off-course industry folks and their relationships with superintendents and the Carolinas GCSA. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Pullin' Weeds Off Course, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. I'm Alan Knight, joined by my main man, Tim Krieger. Tim, what's up? Offering apologies right away. Sorry we're a day late. Blame the vacation. This thing's not coming out till the 16th, but yeah. that's because Big Al and I couldn't get together, and we don't like the quality unless we're together. It's that's not right. worth a phone call. So, Hello, everyone. Welcome back. The APBs are appreciated. The Telling people where I am is not. Tim and is alive. For yeah. the lady who's sitting in my chair, who's still sitting in the office now, <laughs> I don't know where the cot is. Shout out to Big Al's wife. The turf mower of the family. Yep. Yep. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. She isn't. Hey, can we get a good southern hey out of you? Hey. Now, come over here and do it in the mic, because this might come up later. All right, real quick. How do you say it as a southerner? Come on, slide around. Slide around. Say it. Just say it. I can't say speak into the mic. Why? <laughs> He's here. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Hey. Hey. No. No, like if hey. it was for Chuck Conley. Like, hey. Hey. Oh, <laughs> All right, for Lucas Glover. Hey. Oh, oh, that was the one. I can't. <laughs> she gets nervous is just Jimmy? thinking about him. Is it Jimmy? Is Jimmy oh, the other hey. one? Hey. Yeah, okay. Hey. There it is. Okay. Perfect. All right, real quick, before That's you leave the mic, okay. before you leave the mic, what do you call those things in the blue can? Vinus. Vinus. Not Vienna. No. It's Vienna. Vinus. I bought we you got Vienna in, sausages. Yeah, we got in trouble. All right, thank Vinus. you, honey. Thank you. Is that coming from somebody who's right down the road from a town that's spelled Versailles and they say Versailles? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know Cincinnati geography very well. So what are we referencing, the whole can thing? Dan Francis and, and the text message we received yesterday that we put on Twitter. Yeah, I'm just talking for the listeners who don't get our text messages. Oh, what I'm, are we talking about? I'm not going to say it wrong. They might not be on Twitter either to have seen it. Vienna sausages. I believe we got. I said it right. What are those? potted meat basically uh, the things that come in the can that you yeah. only get when you go fishing and you got to wash the gel off of them oh no you We've, don't yeah you do anywho oh so you wash the gel a couple times oh do you like buy a bag of rice and wash it before you cook it too no well see i mean what where are you going then i'm going all right anyways here we are yeah who's on this episode gina rizzi gina rizzi i hope the episode's more organized than the opening yeah i know it's been a while it has. But I think people who listen to us and kind of know us a little bit understand it's family here, right? Yeah. And Campbell Cox filled in for you last episode. How'd that go? Went good. He's filling in for you next episode after this one, too. I saw him the other day. He's like, how did I do? You he's, did great, buddy. He's got a good voice. Well, let him do it. Radio voice. I'm out. Isn't he supposed no. to be doing Yeah, you guys are doing all the openings, right? No, you're not out. You don't get out that easy. But anyway, welcome back, my man. Well, thanks, man. I don't feel like I went anywhere. I mean... Oh, you did. I feel like I hadn't seen you forever. In fact, I called you the other day. I just wanted to hear your voice for a minute. I didn't even talk to you in a month. Well, I mean, that's not because of my vacation, but well, I appreciate you well. putting it out like it was. I mean, <laughs> holy cow, who gets a month off? No, Seriously. I was busy, too. <laughs> that's deer season. Let's not go into that, Alan. <laughs> no, I wasn't putting that on your vacation. I mean, turkey season's only three weeks when it comes to that. Right. So you're almost ready for deer, huh? I sent you some pictures and some messages. You did. Oh, I know. I know. I didn't send you the one of the boy jumping in the bay, though, did I? Mm, your boys? No, the raccoon thing. Or I wasn't even a raccoon. What was that? Dude, that was a porcupine. 
That was, was the whole point. Okay. Yeah. You would not have gotten close to no. that. If you're scared of a raccoon, you're not going anywhere near a porcupine. Don't underestimate the craftiness of raccoons, my man. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I know you don't. I've, you, Yeah. I tell you what will get you, though, is... So here's a reference to those little varmint critters, right? And, you know, we've talked about armadillos before, right? Mm-hmm. So we went out last 2020, COVID spring, and we were turkey hunting on um, Carolina Fresh Farms, let us in on one of their farms. Okay. Before youth or for youth day. Yeah. And Caden and I, my oldest, were walking in the dark, and this thing went scurrying out in front of us. And I hit it with the light, and sure enough, it was an armadillo just a couple feet away. And he freaked out. He's like, Is that a dinosaur? <laughs> It was yeah. great. Cause, I mean, we don't see those much up here. They kind of look, kind of look like giant roly polies. They are. Yeah. And don't get, yeah, don't mess with them either. No, no, no. I wouldn't. No, 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 no. There's stories of guys that pick them up and they, they, mm, stupid. They bite. Yeah. They bite and they might have rabies. So, anyways, yeah, Gina, sustainability. Yep. Yep. I think it's a good episode. No, a great episode. Yeah. Turned out well. We got yeah. some smart lady. That's, I think, the message that we wanted to get across, right? Is to, let people understand that she's out there advocating on behalf of the game of golf. It seems like almost year round and golf is just one of many components right. of, of her professional, um, I dare say portfolio. Yeah. Good work. Thanks. Yeah. Way to jump in, but thank you. Yeah. I've missed you finishing my sentences too. Well, it's been a month. Had you said, <laughs> Hey, we're hey. back. Oh, baby. Was that your Hey, we're back. Hey, cause there's no. a Hey coming up on this episode, right? Is there? You know, yeah. Okay. It was way too polite. I don't remember. Oh, you can tell Alan hadn't listened to the episode in a while to make sure it's cut and ready. It'll be cut and ready tomorrow. Cut and ready. Not tomorrow. Today. They're listening to it. Yeah. Hope you all enjoy it. <laughs> See ya. Here's Gina Rizzi. Here we are, everybody. Um, I am staring into the abyss of the Kalawasi River today. Um able to hang out in the low country a little bit this weekend with our friends from the club managers association here patricia calder and her team had their summer meeting and their keynote speaker was none other than miss gina rizzi who we've got here today so welcome in miss gina Hello. thank you it's so exciting to be here been wanting to get down here to see you guys to like be on the podcast or just to come to carolinas well to say hi to the two of you okay oh. podcast hey and the Carolinas are pretty awesome. Have yep. you figured out how to say hey yet? <laughs> I think I'm close. Hey. How's that? <laughs> do you have uh, do you have Delphine's clip by any chance? Not on me, no. We got to have Okay. Yeah, she's I could pipe it in. We'll have to send it to you later. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Try again. Hey. It's so polite. It's it definitely a, not too nice. like Yeah, it's definitely not aggressive enough like you get down here like hey you know what i mean like after a drink or two i'll try again okay all right well that'll be the next trip because you will be leaving today correct yes and where are we off to on our next venture off to denver denver yeah which is where you live nope live in reno why are we going to to, to, to denver denver heading to denver to do some filming oh of turf busters oh yeah hey have you watched that have you heard of that no. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I know of it. I have not watched it. Yeah. I was not one of the 350 people that watched it, the original showing at GIS. You, when did you launch that originally? 19? Yeah, that was 2019. 20. Yeah. Because last year we didn't have it. So. Uh, no, we did. Well, virtually. No. February. We were in Orlando in 20. 
No. 2019. That was a virtual year. Oh, yeah. I mm. know. It all blends together. Oh, we would have been in Vegas. It was 19 we was in Orlando? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the first one? That was the first one, okay. yeah. Yeah, we had about 350 people, standing room only. It was pretty awesome. And we had um, Sean Rehorn and Dr. Mike Richardson on that Shade guy? Shade Doc? Shade Doc? Shade Doc. The Doctor of Shade? Is that what he is? <laughs> well, he just was on, on the, Twitter. Yeah, he's yeah. doing shade studies, so we always call him the Shade Doc. Sorry. Shady. <laughs> um, yeah, we had uh, the two of them on, and we filmed out in Seattle, and it rained pretty much the whole time. Well, what, 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 for those people listening that are like, what is Turf Busters like? Because I ain't afraid of no ghost, but I don't think that's what they're thinking. No, no. It's more like Myth Busters. Oh, not Ghost Busters. No. So we, uh, we had three myths. One like super kind of technical, science-y, one kind of moderate, and then one kind of lighthearted. Huh. And um, proved them out at Sean's course, filmed it, and then we showed that at... Um, GIS and we or the GCSAA show and we um no no you can call geez, it that it, it was GIS <laughs> at the time it was GIS is this right. going to be like web.com corn fairy yes. like we're going to have problems everyone with this? will be calling it GIS probably still okay. All but right. um and then we we had a panel so we were on a panel and we asked answer questions and talked about the myths and everything so now we have a new one but wait wait wait, wait. the old one yes well, what if somebody wants to watch it? Where do they go? Oh, we'll be releasing. So, okay. So the plan that year was to release it formally, like through social channels and stuff. Um, I'm sorry. In the next year, preceding the next one in 2020, which was the year of the pandemic. Which is the one we're now talking about. The next one. Now, now we're on the next one. Right, right. Which is exactly. why you're going to Denver. Yes, exactly. Which so means now, they'll be out soon then. That means it'll be out <laughs> soon. So the last one will be out and released soon prior okay. to the season two coming out. And season two typically we would think would debut at the GCSAA conference and show. Yes. Okay. Which is going to be in February in 2022 in San Diego? Yes. Correct. Is that right? I believe so. So they really missed two of them. No. Maybe it was 20. Because we're in 2020. Yeah. Everybody got. No. Everybody thought they got COVID at the damn thing in Orlando. And then we came home and shut the world down. Right. It was 2020 in Orlando. It was 2020. It was 2020. It was. Y'all done talked me straight up. You get a yar. You are right. Yeah. I'd rather get a better hey, but hey. That, that, that was much more. That apple. was on the money. Did you see him? He gave it a little finger point. Maybe Thank that'll you. show up. Okay, right. so that's why you're going to Denver. That's why I'm going to Denver. So we're filming a new show, season two, with okay. uh, with more team members, um, different ones this time. We've got Zach Bauer from um, the Valley Country Club. Okay, the Trout Kid. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. And um, then we've got Dr. Ben McGraw. Lego Doc. My man. Yeah, about a bug guy. My man, Doc. Your man. Your drinking buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get to meet the dog? He didn't no, meet the dog. I haven't been up there. That dog's got big ears. Uh. Dude, he went off on a wasp yesterday. I saw or that, yeah. Huh? Anyhow. All right. So, you, what do you not do in the golf industry? Seems like you do a lot. What do you I not do? do? Well, so much of what we do with sustainability stuff, um, we integrate so much marketing associated with it too. So, so we do do marketing in yeah. golf, even though we're not like a golf marketing company right. per se. But 
Yeah, we do a lot. Do we, have, do we have to bleep out that swear word? She said doo-doo. sorry all right um so let's let's go back then on the introduction we're here with gina rizzi who is the president founder of arcus marketing yes which is a tell them please what arcus does yeah tell them a little bit about arcus and then how you developed it into radius which is the arm that we all are aware of pretty much of you and what goes on in the golf world yeah so arcus we um we've been around now for 11 years so we do business to business marketing sports marketing and corporate social responsibility with fortune 500 companies and um that you should you should send alan that slide so okay. he can flash it up on one of the little previews when we say Fortune 500 companies, because there's okay. some pretty big name companies on there. Yeah. You'd, you'd recognize them, Alan. Yeah. 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 And then um, after about, uh, well, we were talking about once, well, Sunoco, we started getting yeah. into the fuel stuff earlier. So um, we've done work with Chevron before. But um, we then six years ago got into the golf world with sustainability work. And um, corporate social responsibility encompasses sustainability, which, so that's how that, that's why sustainability made sense um, to transition to. Um, but what we were seeing was a lot of companies wanting more engagement with their fans, with their employees, um, with the environment when they were activating sponsorships for sports so rather than just a naming putting their name on a big arena or something they were wanting if they're going to sponsor um say like you think about the waste management open or the phoenix open um you've got like a whole platform for recycling and stuff so um so we started seeing more of that which is what kind of prompted um, a really good solid look at what could we be doing in sports but my background came from more of a generalist sustainability background Um, I used to work for Avis budget group and worked uh, handled their sustainability their environmental stuff so you know a pretty large corporation 10,000 locations Avis and sustainability rent a car right Yeah, yeah so that's more than just like compacting the cars as small as you can when you crush them when you're done with them right yeah yeah so like my team when i was there we developed their carbon footprint reporting model for north america um so and there was you know all kinds of operational efficiencies and things like that um it was really before i left just a couple years before i left was during the time of um, a big push on lean manufacturing and Six Sigma operations, and those things are very sustainable kind of processes. So, um, so they had that sustainability background from that, and then the sports marketing background as well, handling motorsports and golf related sponsorships. Um, so, shifting over to the golf space about six years ago, started with a joint venture and working on a corporate social responsibility report and for the Olympic Club. Okay. And then from there have gone on to develop some state BMPs. Yeah. Can you list them in alphabetical order? <laughs> There's That's, only seven. Yeah. Al- alphabetical s- be easy. How about chronological of when they're completed? She, she probably oh, that do, would be easier. She could probably do that because <laughs> she remembers how long each one took. Yeah. yeah. I, I can go with a couple that I remember recently, and that was most recent, I think, Texas before that. Um, potentially would have been Connecticut, no, Wisconsin. 
before that and then connecticut before that yeah yeah those were the the most recent three and then what were the other um uh oklahoma and colorado okay so you did theirs before the most recent economic and environmental study for them as well right okay yeah for colorado yep yep and uh also hawaii is that seven that's six four five six uh, oh, of course, the Nevada, <laughs> where we're based, Home. where I live. <laughs> Home. Did you have, see? If I was doing Hawaii, I think I'd have problems. Where I'd have to stay a little bit longer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do more research. It required a few trips for research. Did you eat spam while you were there? The spam sandwich. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Of course. It's, no. it's, it's spam masubi, or did you have a spam sandwich, or did you have spam masubi, where it was I wrapped just, up in seaweed with rice? That's what section. I had. Yes. That's what That's I was what I describing But I would never you. remember that name. No. You remember when I was telling you about, my, like, my first baseball game, like a junior in high school, I yeah. got out there, and in third inning, you know, you go over to the side, and you're looking for the orange slices, and they had this Spam Musubi, which is basically, it's Spam laid out, you know, like a sausage type, rolled up in rice and seaweed, and it's cut into sections. And you just so take you a bite. See no, you just take a chunk up, and you, uh, nah. No I was, good. That's when I quit eating snacks, games. That's for sure. Yeah, wow. no, that's no. You can't do that. I hear you. No. So that's what you had was the spam musubi. Yeah. Probably in a restaurant or something. Yeah, it actually was at like a little, just a little, uh, almost like a quick serve type of restaurant. But then you also have other clients out in Hawaii too, right? Yeah. Like specific mm-hmm. golf courses. Yeah, like we were the with Mauna Kea out there. Man. On the Big Island. Alan. And the association, you know, if we do, we've done other things with the association beyond the BMPs. Can we get you a client in Hawaii? I was about to say, I've had a great time the last three years going around all around the Carolinas <laughs> with you, but I might need to start looking abroad. I, I tried to introduce y'all to get some work together. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, yeah. you could fit each other's needs, but if you get to start going more exotic than me, I'm going to have to get upset. I hear you. I've got two years on you, though, in terms of Hawaii time. So when you get past that. I don't know if I would. I was just reading an article about. They're not big, big on tourists. Not right in now. In Maui. Well, not. It hasn't been since the pandemic. Well, you know, but they've seen a lot of growth in the courses there. I've seen a lot of growth in the real estate sector. Gotcha. Since the pandemic. Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking that people are traveling again. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe it's they're starting. taking over. Yeah. It's starting. It's picking back up. Well, they up. had some really rough quarantines on some of those islands. Yeah. Like it was, you were checked at the airport, I think. Then you were like escorted potentially to your hotel room. And then you were checked like a couple times a day to make sure you stay in your hotel room wow. for like 14 days. It was serious stuff. Who's your yeah. guy on the big island that you introduced me to? Uh, maybe Scott Main. He's the president of the, the association. And he's on the big island? Yes. Yeah, because we would have talked last fall with the whole conference comes to you thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was telling that me. Was that, that was him yep. telling me about how bad the quarantines were. Yeah, yep. it was like, you ain't getting around it. And he couldn't go, like he couldn't leave the island to go even to Oahu. Nope like Waikiki or whatever and then back to the big island without going through that but that was all pre-vaccine though yeah Yeah. I mean it's tough because in Hawaii the superintendents I mean all all associations in this industry you know is pretty tight but those superintendents in Hawaii amongst the islands are all very tight I mean that's not easy to not see each other for a year over a year it's a cool group too because it's it's a it's a it's a smaller group because there's a limited number of courses, right? Yeah. But like they don't charge dues. Like I mean, they take care of the. I mean, the association does a really good job too. Man. Anyhow. Yeah. All right. So when people hear radius, that is just one arm subsidiary 
is that the right it's word interior, yeah. of a larger marketing company that you that you've put together. Yeah. And right. these are owned by you personally. Yes. You started them. That's right. Alan, did you know she's a celebrity? <laughs> mm, I mean, I think she is, but we oh. she's a celebrity in my book because it depends. Oh. Well, um, I thought because that's what Kennedy Ellis called her when she met her oh. and put it on the Twitter machine, and so Alan's had the pleasure. She's so sweet. You both have. I haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, she's an up and comer too. She's been on the pod. Where did yeah. you meet her at the women's the Open? women's U.S. Open? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole female turf team that right. came out to volunteer was fantastic, and there was a great platform that Syngenta and Rainbird had sponsored, and a ton of other sponsors, you know, help uh, sponsor all of the maintenance. Um, but the the specific platform around education and the volunteers coming in, they did and. Um, they had education for the the women in turf every day. Wait, so they had to go sit in class? I know. During a volunteer week? Right. God bless them. They, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. And they, they, but you know what? They're so appreciative and like loved it. Like sponges. Just yeah. that's nap time for yeah. you. <laughs> it was. I I have to say I did notice when I I was teaching at one of them. That's how I got to meet Kennedy. Um, but uh, I did notice now it was still nap time for a couple of them <laughs> in, in my talk. <laughs> wow, I'm not going to make a sustainability reference to sleeping, but I'm just saying. Um, yeah, the, we learned that we we should do our own BMPs for you know for like you said us so many hours of sleep equals sustainability, or we got to have the computer working to record this podcast, stuff like that. Just BMPs simple. for pulling weeds. Yeah, our own BMP. Can, can we hire you to do that? No, sure. we can't afford that. <laughs> no, because well, I don't think Tim and I could figure it out. How about a joint partnership? If you want to sponsor the podcast for a year <laughs> and produce a BMP for us to be more efficient, that would work. Hey, we'll talk. Do you want to sponsor the podcast? We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> she knows we can edit this, so hopefully, and I can see it in her eyes. This has got to get cut, right? Yeah, this yeah. is the part. That, no, this is the fluff they come for, right? That's the, right. the non-agronomy. All right. So, do you play golf? I do. You yes. do. Yeah. Six handicap. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Okay, but you enjoy the sport. I do. Yeah. And you told a great story over the weekend. We probably don't have time for it here today, but someone in the business realm almost forced your hand positive suggestion wise and gave you golf lessons and said you probably should learn how to play golf in the professional world that you're in correct right out of college that happened my first boss and it's paid dividends for you ever since yeah I mean it went straight from just enjoying it being able to go with clients to getting my next job and major promotion uh, on the golf course did you really enjoy it or were you like ugh, I gotta go do golf no I really enjoyed it yeah and then um and then you know full circle to now I'm working in the industry so it kind of shows you what happens when somebody invites you to go try it (laughs) yeah or forces you to well, here's what I think is weird is that, like, from the superintendent side, especially social media, and because of your speaking at the GCSAA conference and show previously, it's more like turf Twitter, right? Like, the superintendents you seem to have relationships with, et cetera. But mm-hmm. in the game, you're more involved with the higher-level folks than I think people realize, like the Mike Wands of the world and folks like that. I mean, that's the influential yeah. groups, that the policy boards that you're making a difference on. Correct. Um, 
which I think is kind of a unique point that some of our guys don't necessarily understand or realize, right? Like you come, you give good talks and about what we're doing, but I think some of those other things like um, what is that board? Dale Earnhardt Incorporated you're on? <laughs> no, DEI. DEI, yeah. Tell yeah. everybody what DEI stands for then. De- it's not Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, as okay. much as I know you'd like to think <laughs> okay. that. All right, focus, people. She's not about to talk racing. <laughs> but I could. Yep, we did. So, we did. Alan's <laughs> got a few. That's Alan Ballywick. He'll be here in just a minute, folks. Okay. Um, so diversity, equity, inclusion. And um, the industry has, has been making really aggressive strides in that vein um, since October when the commissioners of the PGA Tour, the LPGA and the PGA of America came together and said we need to work together to advance initiatives around DEI and that includes around workforce, HR, recruitment or talent acquisition, um, supply chain, uh, player development. So all of those areas, there's six different work groups and then there are volunteer um, call it a committee committee members on the work groups and i i lead one of them which is the procurement work group i co-lead it with a woman by the name of karen davidson from the pga tour and um mine in particular works with the cfos or the the chief procurement officers from the various associations within golf the usga is part of it um, the ngcoa is part of it and um we work to advance opportunities or to create awareness around opportunities inviting um, diverse business owners into our industry because it's an 84 billion dollar industry there's a lot of opportunity there that a lot of folks that aren't familiar with the industry don't know about so um, what the hell was that flying by we're on an island alan a little mower. He's parking over oh, there in the, in the oh, shade, too. We got the zero-turn zero boys by coming by. By the tree? Is he oh, parking he's by taking the tree? a break, yes. Is he, he is. by the snake better tree? watch it. No, not by that tree. We had a snake incident earlier today, folks. We did. Beware. There's been all kinds of wildlife sightings, but Gina got a snake right in the eye. Well, the point is, she said, do you think that's a snake? And, I, and I, there is a wire in that tree. You know, the tree's got, like, you know. The, the lightning. lightning. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, that's a. And I took a step or two, and that head moved. And I was like, oh, oh. I backed right up. That's like one of that that one on the water cooler that that girl put out, where uh-uh. she went to go fill up her cup. Yeah, and the snake head came out mm-hmm. on a golf course. You see that one? Oh no! But it was a little garter snake. I mean, it wouldn't hurt anything. But this still. was little too, but it was creepy. Yeah. I mean, it was looking right at me yeah. as I parked, <laughs> and I said to Alan, um, "You think it really could get in the car? Maybe I better move." I, so I suggested she move it, and she yeah. did. She got into the no and so now a snake. Yeah. So she's been officially indoctrinated. From the south, but I do love Southern hospitality. She had some good moments coming in. I do. Upgraded car, riding around in got a... a Camaro convertible. Yeah. Yeah. I just shoved my bag into it. Cause it was, <laughs> my bag's bigger than me, so... But we couldn't put the top down. Why? But uh, Because of my hair and the humidity. <laughs> So now that you have some time as you travel to the airport tonight, is it going down? Oh, you know, it could go down. I'm, I'm free and clear on. now. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's a great idea. That'll happen. You throw as soon on as I get clear, I got to get clear yeah. of the snake first. Oh, you got Big Al for that. Big Al will walk you right back. <laughs> there out was the one car. time, Secession Golf Club is near here, and we were doing a golf tournament. There was a raccoon that kind of would go into trash cans and get food. And I'm, everybody's gone, the tournament's over as US, US Open qualifier. And I'm taking stuff to the car, and I'm like, man, 
I gotta walk all the way because I wasn't going where that raccoon was. I, I went like you know. You avoided. Oh yeah, big, time. big Al scared of a little old raccoon. It was just me by myself. I was dead meat if that raccoon wanted to come after me. So that's the difference, y'all, between me and Al. I was able to stay at Chessie last night, and my text over to Nate the super was asking whether or not I was allowed to shoot the armadillos that I was coming across. <laughs> uh-uh. I was gonna leave them on. Did um, you get one? No, I didn't. I was going to leave them on the... It rained like a son of a gun. It was wet. So they... Mm-mm, I wasn't out in it. That's for sure. Um, but anyways, all right. So in terms of the Carolinas then, why were you at the CMA, CMAA meeting? Yeah. So relevant to what we were just talking about, I was speaking on DEI and the importance of it in golf. Okay. And so talking about oh, things like you know how our country is changing demographically. It's shifting. Uh, we're becoming more diverse as a country. So we need to understand the needs and the interests and the wants of the upcoming taxpayer base and consumers and workforce. And um, there's a lot of really good reasons why, besides doing the right thing, we need to be looking at how we can implement DEI programs. What was the stat you used about 2044? In yeah, terms of the shifts. Mm-hmm. That's based on census data. So it's by 2044, we will be more than 50% of our country will be non Caucasian. So a, a minority or a major population yeah. shift over the last 200 years. Yep. Interesting. All right. So, um, what else do you think from a golf perspective, our listeners who, by the way, they're in Australia. We've got people in England, right? Yeah, India, Canada, Italy, India. Okay, we've I'll got go our, Italy. We've got yeah. our bots in Russia. We're convinced it's bots that are doing that out of Russia that are listening. To they're us they're consistent bots. Though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> On the, the third day it comes out, you're going to get three out of Russia, guaranteed. I think it's a computer program, but that's all right. We're taking them with the stats. So, um, this very diverse market that we're a part of that has all the categories that you've described as followers and as previous guests Mm -hmm. yeah what would you like them to know like what's the elevator speech from gina rizzi in golf for them you know um i was on another podcast recently um (laughs) that um we talked about did you know that (laughs) no which one i don't know that either earthworks the earthworks podcast are they the oh earthworks yeah i was getting ready to make a cast have you been on frankly speaking yet no, okay. I have not. Um, and we talked about we talked about the importance of communicating the value of sustainability. And I've I've done talks at, about this at um, state association conferences. Um, I I co-hosted with Dr. Brian Horgan a session an eight hour session a few years back at GIS. Um, that's you know I think so important, and I can't say it enough is just really understanding the. Um, the benefits that golf courses provide for the community and for the environment and for superintendents to speak to those and not be afraid to. So, I mean, I could get into, you know, a whole hour of conversation about that, but, um, but I would say, you know, uh, in that, on that note, the Colorado economic and environmental impact report that we just released, um, that does, kind of give an overview of how to talk about those things because it's how it's positioned like you know how much green space there is in the state and um Mm. water conservation measures being deployed that's interesting well and i think the the thing that again 
as a superintendent-focused organization, we've been trying to share, and I think our members in particular are aware that golf is more than just on the playing surface, especially when it comes to the business of golf and regulation and being out and dealing with legislators, elected officials and such. And I think the key point that I would want them to know is that there are individuals like yourself who can not only speak and teach you know, courses for superintendents, but that during all the rest of the time are out there advocating on behalf of the game of golf. Definitely. Right? Yeah. Like, I think National Golf Day would probably be the biggest eye-opener for me because we'll have one or two grassroots ambassadors that are involved in two or three meetings. And I think you were involved in seven different states that day. And how many meetings? 11 meetings. Yeah. yeah. And again, it being virtual. So, I mean, if you were in D.C., I'm sure you'd probably have 30. But, you know, I mean, I'm just kidding. But because <laughs> you got to walk back and forth between the buildings. But, but, but so. that's I mean, that's even if you gave the same message to seven different people on National Golf Day. Right. That's seven different states. Yeah. That heard that same message from someone who's in, like you say, the marketing realm of Fortune 500 companies. Yeah. So it's not a golf body trying to sell itself to someone, right? Someone well, from the game. and a sustainability consulting company. So, I mean, when we go in and work with, uh, like, a Mauna Kea, you know, we help them develop their green team. We help them identify the priorities for sustainability initiatives to work on. Um, so it's, it's and much, much more, um, but it's, it's having a sustainability consulting company come in as well. And so being, you know, not only the Fortune 500 company exposure, that we have and sustainability and CSR efforts there, but also being able to say, you know, we're not, a, we're not like a traditional product vendor um, that's coming in here. We're not necessarily, we're not a superintendent. So we are cons- a sustainability company coming in saying, you know, we're doing, the industry is go- doing good things. And that's not to say we can't all do better because, you know, we can all improve. Um, but it, but I'm it's, drinking out of styrofoam today. Sorry. <laughs> Don't show that. <laughs> <laughs> with a plastic ah! straw. <laughs> yeah, with a straw. Um, yeah. You heathen. <laughs> uh, there was a lady down here on the Hilton Head who gave a speech in front of George Frazier, right? The Frazier family. Okay. The yeah, owners yeah, of the yeah, island. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the name I couldn't come up with the other day. And. Simon Frazier's the one still Simon, running. Simon, yeah. I'm sorry. It was Simon that's standing there, and he's standing there drinking his coffee out of a styrofoam cup as she's going through this dissertation on seven minutes on how bad styrofoam is, and he's just sitting there like this, <laughs> staring right at her. Uh. It is it is so bad. I mean, I'm just kind of shocked we still have it even. I mean, there's been a lot of movement around the straws, at least, so yeah. there's more paper and bamboo. So and let's just put it out there for everybody then. So, like, out here on the East Coast, we read about all these cities that are banning straws, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your take on that? That's a good thing? I think so. Yeah. Because there are certain... Well, it's not... I mean, it's, it's banning plastic straws. Yes. Now it's paper you, straws. You drank out of right. a paper straw lately, Al? At Disney World, I did last time yeah. I went. How long did you get through the milkshake? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the bamboo ones are better, but they are more expensive. So that's that makes it tough to get them. But... um you know, my take on it is it's a good thing because I do believe that there are certain things that have to be like made by law, like or people won't do it. 
Uh, you know, I see what you're saying. There are certain yeah. things. Yeah. It's just like wearing your seatbelt, like yep. not texting, exactly, yeah. things of that nature. It has to be penal. Yeah. Sure. Wow. I never even thought about it from a sustainability standpoint. All right. Well, I'm done. Why don't y'all shift gears and talk about the stuff that y'all love? Nah. We, we did that at lunch. Yeah, we but the listeners bore. don't know that. That's cool stuff. All right. All right. So who's your celebrity buddy that I mentioned with Alan and he got all excited that you knew him? Yeah. So uh, Mr. Roger Penske. Yeah. He, yeah, I've known him, done business together, and um, just a amazing and person. And it's not like you met him. You know him. Oh, yeah. 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 Like maybe one of, or the first client of Arcus? No? Something close like that? The second, because the first one was my former company that I worked for, uh, Avis. And then I worked with Penske on wow. initiatives in motorsports, and yeah. Oh, on their motorsports side. Uh-huh. Okay. Kind of like yeah. 421 Media. Yeah. Yeah. Second client where you used to work. <laughs> yeah. the Golf Association. That's true. That's true. You got big shoes to fill, big guy. All right, so where'd you meet Chip Ganassi? What was that? Where did you meet Chip Ganassi? Oh, at? Chip Ganassi. I met him at, I met the actual spot I met him was at Sonoma Raceway. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, the former president from there is a good friend and okay. introduced me to him there. Wine country. Yeah. Used to be called Sears Point. Then I guess Sears went out a bit. Hey, Sears keeps losing na- their name on stuff. Like then it turned into Willis Tower, the Sears Tower in Chicago. And oh, everything. really? Yeah. That was a few years back. I didn't hear that. I have both yeah. versions of that Lego. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. They had to change it when the name changed. You're lying. No, the architecture series. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Tim's got some complicated ones in his office. They're pretty impressive. Legos. But I don't think he built them all. I think he farms out the building process. No, the ones in my office are personally done by either my children or a friend's child okay. that has put it together so it means something. So when you're looking at it in the office, there's a story behind every one of those, aside from just what they are. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Have you ever driven a race car? I have not driven like a stock car. I've yeah. ridden in one. I did the Richard Petty thing yeah. in the where, stock car. Oh, my God. At go? Daytona. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, Let's just do the biggest one there is. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? It was It was. It was. Say it. Say badass. It. it was badass. It was so great. If we're going to call your class that and put it on paper, you can say it on the podcast, all right? Good point. So then, um, but but I also did this other thing called Executive Drive um, where I was invited to drive like 10 different sports cars. Right. Muscle on, cars. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some were muscle cars. Okay. Um, on, the, um, on the Daytona road track. The oh, one wow. that sits right behind. Yeah. So I got to drive, and I don't remember the models, but I got to drive a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, an Audi, a BMW, a Porsche, and a, a Corvette, and Man. a McLaren. And it was so amazing. You had a like a coach with you, but yeah. you drove. Right. And there were that paddle makes- shifters and all that. That car you got outside seems like a disappointment to everything you just reeled off. I know, but this, it's... Camaro's not so bad. Though. I hear you. It's pretty good. It's a good pickup. <laughs> so if, if who where they aren't made for Tim and Big Al, by the way. Oh, I know. My oh, mother-in-law have no. Barely made for me. Yeah, I mean, no, they're not. That's not an everyday driver for you, Al. I had to drive one one time. I was like, it looks cool, but I couldn't do this daily. You know, yeah. it's nothing like the one I used to have. So if they want to find you on social media, how they find you? Social media, my handle is at GDRizzy. D is my middle name, Don. Okay, it wasn't a cuss word. Mm-hmm. Could have been from Dad, but he went with Don. GDRizzy <laughs> on Twitter. GDRizzy on Twitter. <laughs> and then um, the company handle is Radio Sports Group uh, or Radio Sports LLC. Radio gotcha. Sports LLC. 
and getting they can get in touch with you either way on those two, correct? On Twitter, they can, yeah. And I'm on Instagram too, but I, I you know, it's a little more personal. Yeah, I don't put yeah. as much business stuff on there. And then on LinkedIn, that's gotcha. Well, we have some guests that leave their cell phone numbers, don't we? All right. Well, we don't want to leave anything out. So we've covered. Oh, oh, we got to make some kind of like Michigan joke, don't we? <laughs> Why? She's from Canada. You're from Michigan? I'm from Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, I just kind of split her 50-50 between California and... There. No, are you seeing it? Do Originally. You not, do you not know how to do Michigan? No. Oh, oh you've never you got, seen the mitten? Oh, come on. Tell oh, them. it's a mitten. Them. Okay. Okay, so this is a, a mitten. Okay. And that's the, like the state of Michigan. And okay. Like, you can go like this and even have the UP. Um, but the Upper Peninsula. Okay. You just put where you're from on your hand. Really? When you're talking to usually huh. other people from Michigan. Interesting. Yeah. You've never. This never. is good. Our listeners got to see the visual of you going yeah. through the the UP hand. Yeah. No, I've never heard of that. That's pretty cool. So yeah. point again where you're from. Show him again. Okay. Now that he knows. Yeah. So I'm from right here. So you're not too far into it, right near Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> She's so. closer to Canada. I'm it's, sorry, Kentucky's close to Ohio. My bad. Under it. Right. Yeah, you got to go through it first. Right. To right, get to right, Cincinnati. Right. Yeah. So it, um, between Detroit and Flint, Michigan. Man. Dad was yeah. into auto manufacturing? Yes. He worked for GM. Okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know what's funny about Michigan? Someone, a friend, um, pointed out to me, you might, I don't know, you may have observed this too as as well. I, I, but something that we say, I guess, is not, it's like more of a Michigan thing. Jizo uh, Pete. Never heard of that either. Never heard of that? I got a feeling. Like, geez, oh, Pete. Come never on. Never heard that. Have you ever heard that? I'm Just keep going. Yes. <laughs> I've heard I've geez. heard that my whole life, yes. You have. Oh, but, yeah. see, so you moved around all But my over. folks are from South Dakota, so I can claim that, and you can't claim it from Michigan, because we had jokes about y'all people over there. <laughs> like, you were from Europe when you're in South Dakota. Like, you're so far over that way. Like, <laughs> Michigan. No, I was just going with the Michigan State jokes, Alan. Do you want to make any about Spartan? No, I don't make anybody mad. This is our boy. Rodney Krause probably wouldn't like it either. No, we don't need to. Anyhow. Go green. I hear well, you. that's your theme, right? Did you pick that up at school? Go, go, go green. Yeah, right. Now, over at Chessie, <laughs> did you see the, the Irish-only parking spot? I did. Now it's for me. Okay. Well, you weren't parked there. That's why I was wondering if you saw it. I did. Okay, because that was your other school. Yes. In case. Oh, yeah, the, the EV park. Go Irish. Oh, I thought you were talking about the electrical. No, to the right of that, there was like a... Just it said Irish-only parking. With a, really? With a clover, so you knew that was of some Notre Dame turd who's uh-huh. member down there, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, person. So when we pulled into Chesney, I saw those two electric chargers. I text Huntoon down the beach. I said, you got some of these yet? <laughs> it, was, it was no. <laughs> Did you, oh, you didn't see. That's where I parked. Well, I saw you move. You definitely parked on the walking path. Did they make you move? There's nobody there. I know, but did they make you move? No, there's nobody there. Okay. Who's From the electric, electric spot? Yeah, well, there's the walk path to get to the, the front of the club, but there's nobody there to use it. Right. Like, there ain't nobody there. There's people in there. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they're not walking through there. They're in the building working. Right. They're doing construction. They ain't taking the path that the members uh, take. Well, just don't park on it, okay? Okay, we won't. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't park in the handicap spot for a couple of days knowing there wasn't even right. an issue there. I mean... <laughs> I could do that. We respected that. That would not be good with DEI. No. Just kidding. That would not be equality. Do you know, not, I mean, I probably want to wrap up soon, but did you know that the largest um, minority population in our country is just disabled? Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Most people don't realize that. All right, but that's not an ethnicity. 
No. I was about to say. Let me ask you. That no, the most the largest diverse. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's why the, I mean the ADA Act or whatever is so important, right? Yeah. And everything when it comes to even hearing at shows and things of that nature. I mean, it. It once you get into that world, you don't realize how impactful it is. Yeah. It's oh true. yeah. Like, and you know, I'm I I have some hearing loss um, in one ear and. You know, like things like if someone doesn't mic up in a in a big room, like say at a, a like say a state meeting, you know, conference meeting, um, it's tough, especially because you've got kind of that background noise in the room and like other people mumbling. And I'm with you there. From I probably music on mine, but a loud music playing loud music. I'm probably the guy mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely mumble. I know that. I just meant being in the room, not paying attention. Yeah. That's what I meant, like, throughout the room. Yeah, that makes me mad. What? When I don't pay attention to you? Not you, but just in general. When somebody's talking and people are just having side conversations, it's like, shut up so I can hear what we're here for. Who gets the most upset at that of anybody we've ever worked with? When somebody's trying to talk and the crowd ain't quiet. Charles Warren at the Tiger Golf Gallery. Or Hap. Well, Hap, but... At the golf ball. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he took lessons from Charles Warren with the... Remember, he... They used to bring an air horn out and blow this air horn to get everybody Indoors. Quiet. Wow. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. And one time he blew it into the mic. And that, no, uh-uh. yeah. no, no, no. All right, well, cool. Well, Gina, thank you for your time. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you, guys. Very so much. fun to see you. Good oh, seeing you. Thank you, you yeah. for lunch. You gave him plugs on where they could find her, right? Yeah. Yes. Carolina Show 2021, aren't you coming? Oh, I'll be there. Uh-oh. November yeah. 15, 16, 17. It's on my calendar. Can't wait. I will be there. Are you having a booth? I don't know. I don't, I've heard that it's almost sold out. Booth sales opened early today. 11 a.m. Yeah. We were over 53% sold before that. Really? Multis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You get preference. Yeah. If you get four or more. Hint, hint, everybody. <laughs> well, that was my show, show plug. Are we in? We do good here? I think we're good. Are we going to do a little softer wrap-up than normal? No, I just got to figure out how me, she and I are going to split a booth at the show. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Go. We can get one in the back, can't we? Five by ten for you. Five by ten for you. No, <laughs> It'd be like a closet, <laughs> dude. If you and I can fit in a booth for a couple of days at the GCSA Golf and Conference yeah. Center convention thingy, then y'all could make it. I'm still mad I didn't bring those director's chairs back. First car you ever drove? Oh, good call out. First car I ever drove that you ever got behind the wheel and you controlled it. Yeah, uh, that would have been my first car. Okay. Which was a 78 Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Red? Yeah. No, it was kind of like an off-white color. But I got the windows tinted, and I got it jacked up a little (laughs) bit in the back. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Some 80s tunes and 90s tunes playing. (laughs) (laughs) But no big speakers or anything like that. No. Or hydraulics jumping. No hydraulics. (laughs) But y'all had hydraulics up there, right? Probably where they started. Yeah, oh no, they so. couldn't. They couldn't winter. They couldn't winter them. Glass oh. packs on the trucks, you know. Oh, but you, but y'all probably loud. had them down here too. Oh yeah, still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very environmentally friendly, is it? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know much about them. The animals don't like it. <laughs> They're not electric. We'll just go with that. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Come see her in November. Find her online. Um, yet another wonderful guest of the pod. So thank you, Miss Gina. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course. To join the Carolinas GCSA and become a member, visit carolinasgcsa.org or call 1-800-400-4463.
866-476-4272. Follow us on Twitter at Pullen underscore Weeds and on Facebook at Pullen Weeds Podcast. <laughs>